Thanks for lending me your ear. Starting out with game news from last week, Elden Ring won Game of the Year from the Game Awards. And this is a big deal, swanky affair, but it kind of got gate-crashed. So the dev team, you know, it's announced that yes, Elden Ring won. The dev team goes up on stage. And then when the main or when the two guys have finished speaking, suddenly a kid who has been with them the entire time. So kasama nila umakyat sa stage. And I say kid because that's how the internet describes him. But he looks like a young teen or, you know, around 12 years old. And this kid who has who went up to the stage with the dev team takes the mic and basically says gibberish. Like, parang di mo maintindihan. It's this really bizarre moment. And all I could catch when I was watching the clips on YouTube was the name of Bill Clinton, former president, U.S. President Bill Clinton. And even if you keep replaying it, it's very hard to make out what this kid is saying, trying to... What most translations or what most captions or what most people who have you know watched it too many times think he's saying is that he wants to dedicate the award or he wants to nominate Bill Clinton, who decidedly is not a game developer and had nothing to do with Elden Ring, and neither did this kid. So he quickly got walked off stage and he wasn't arrested. Initial reports were that he was arrested, but the LA police, I think the award ceremony was done in Los Angeles, the LA police took him in for questioning. It's very natural though how he walks up on stage with them and the developers just kind of look bemused. <laughs> They're not quite sure what's going on. And even a week later, it's unclear if the kid was just trolling, if he's perhaps slightly unbalanced or KSP lang, which, well, you know, nowadays everybody wants to make their mark on social media. Pero sobrang bizarre talaga eh. Like, he even... His accent isn't, isn't a normal American accent. It's heavily accented. And then I was watching a, a show or, you know, a YouTube video where he was in being interviewed about his stunt at the Game Awards. And he was like, you know, a lot of people have been asking if the accent is fake, but I really put a lot of time a couple of hours ago into this accent and it's really legit. So, parang yun nga, parang it's not logical the way things are being processed. Now, how can it be legit if you yourself are saying that you put a lot of effort into creating it a few hours ago? So, medyo malabo. Not to take away anything from Elden Ring, not that I've played it, uh, although it was one of the splashier or more visible games of 2022. I believe the organizer of the Game Awards was not particularly happy. <laughs> Although, in terms of press, and again, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Kuno. Sobrang daming nanood nung Game Awards, or nag-spike yung live stream, or yung clips, or more people showing interest in the Game Awards after they heard about this really off-the-wall kind of event. And honestly, for me, I've been in gaming, you know, I've, I've been a gamer for most of my life. I didn't know that there was something like the Game Awards which positions itself as something like the Oscars or the Globe, you know, the Golden Globes or something very similar in terms of glitz and glamour for the gaming industry. But um, yeah, Elden Ring, Game of the Year, not marred but perhaps made more memorable by some rando kid walking on stage and delivering a very bizarre speech. In other gaming news, so many games recently have been getting the RTX upgrades or 
free patches to enable RTX and it was the Witcher's and it was the Witcher 3's turn last week. That's right, you can now enjoy Geralt's Adventures with RTX on and DLSS. And this is for a seven year old game. Apparently researching for this podcast, I Witcher 3 came out in 2015. I, it, it is an astounding game, really, to be honest. I played it pre-pandemic, but it medyo luma na rin siya when I played it. I think, you know, it's around four years after its release. Pero, in fairness, and I'm not even a fantasy guy. Usually, I don't play fantasy RPGs like Dragons and things like that. I'm more of a sci-fi guy. Uh, but The Witcher, Witcher 3 really hit the spot. I liked it so much. I got the Game of the Year edition because it's mura na nga siya. And I, the main game is already quite long, but then I did also the two expansions, and yeah, great game. Uh, I'm a little tempted to fire it up again just to see what it looks like in RTX. Although there's been a rich history of modding already with Witcher 3, which substantially improved the graphics from the base game or from the initial game. So, although I didn't get into those mods, parang ang hassle kasi install eh. But Credit where credit is due, even before the high-tech RTX was available, there are you know a lot of mods out there which bring the graphics of Witcher 3, which are not even that bad to begin with, even for a seven-year-old game without any tweaks or modifications. But yeah, there are a lot of mods, I believe, na smooth out the graphics even before this latest RTX bump. Another oldie but goodie game to get an RTX facelift recently is Portal. So it's kind of interesting how people are going back to introduce RTX into old games. Worth it kaya? I've also, I have not played Portal ever. So now with the graphics uplift, I might be interested. Although Portal isn't really about the graphics, more like, you know, the snarky, what's going on, puzzle kind of thing. And I'm not really quite good at puzzles, so parang... Baka ma, ma tax lang yung utak ko. Speaking of RTX and GPUs in general, the reviews for AMD's latest flagship, 7900 XTX, are out. And a couple of things seem quite clear from the coverage, or a lot of the reviews that I've been looking at say the same thing. One, it's significantly cheaper than the flagship of NVIDIA, so for, definitely cheaper than the 4090 or the 4080. But performance-wise, it's around the 4080. In traditional graphics, non-RTX graphics, it can hold its own and sometimes even surpasses 4080, the NVIDIA 4080 in terms of performance. And yun nga, the price is better. But for RTX or with ray tracing on and other features like DLSS, which you know it doesn't have, although AMD has a counterpart uh, technology or feature to DLSS, the 7900XTX does lag behind. So if you're still looking, or if you're looking for the latest graphics card that has the performance and can deliver the best quality graphics possible, and I mean, there's been a lot of talk na in overhype lang yung RTX and you know the uh, throwing in all of those light sources on onto a game surface. So what? Di naman napapansin ng average gamer. But I think that's only true because we're only starting... Medyo bago lang kasi yung RTX eh. And I know we're three generations in. We had 2000, 3000, now the 4000 series. 
But it takes a while for developers to incorporate it into their game engines to figure out how best to light a scene, how best to work with the, with the software. And I think RTX is only going to get better and better. And you can see that in the upcoming, in the new game engines. So, so the 7900XTX does hit the spot well for performance and for its price. But for those people, and you know a lot of them, you my enthusiasts na wala akong pakisa pera, susunugin, you know, I, I have money to burn and, and let's do this. Let's get a super expensive graphics card. They will still prefer the 4090 in terms, both in terms of performance and the graphics quality that you can achieve with NVIDIA's higher-end cards. Yes, so the AMD version or the AMD's latest flagship uses less power, is cheaper, can deliver just as good a performance for traditional graphics as a 4080. But for the bonkers, high-end, balls-to-the-wall, crazy enthusiast, it's still the 4090. And to be honest, I found the coverage of the 7900XTX a little annoying. And then to be clear, just from the start, I'm not NVIDIA fanboy. I actually veer more towards AMD. Like if you look at my purchase history over time, because I gusto ko yung underdog. But a lot of the tech YouTubers, particularly in, on the YouTuber space, not so much like for publications, but yung mga tech YouTubers talaga, um, they like bashing NVIDIA. And I guess because it gets them views. And yun naman yung end all and be all sa YouTube na the more people who watch you, good things really happen. So you really zoom in on that content na that draws in viewers. And so siyempre piling on a lot of criticism and just being overly negative um, gets a lot of views because... I'll, it's, I think it's an easier emotion to empathize with anger, criticism. Hi, nako, look at this company trying to steal our money. And that's kind of like, uh, that's how usually NVIDIA's position, this kind of greedy company. And yeah, that plays well to the masses, basically. That plays well to the audiences. So a lot of the large tech YouTubers I've noticed have been very complimentary of the 7900 XTX. And it's, it's a good card, but it's hard to ignore the fact that it's not the best card that money can buy. And yes, it's not always about the maximum budget possible. Definitely not. But parang the amount of praise that the 700XTX gets, it's easy to cast NVIDIA as the villain. And that, you know, that gets you... That, that puts people... Or rather, that, uh, that puts butts in seats, kumbaga, that gets you an audience, as it were. And... I, I wonder to myself, like all of these big tech YouTubers complaining about NVIDIA and praising AMD's cards, like, ilan ba talaga sa kanila in their, for their personal rigs at home when they game are not using their 4090s? <laughs> I mean, you know, talk is cheap, right? But where, what hardware are you actually using? Although, to be fair to the biggest tech YouTuber of them all, or at least in the computer space, See, Linus has been public or has publicly stated that he will not be using an NVIDIA 40 series card. And he does mention this in his review video of the 7900XTX. So, good on him for putting his mouth where his money is. I personally, I don't have that money. <laughs> like, I don't have the money to upgrade to a 4090, so I don't need to worry about what the hell my mouth is saying because my wallet can't afford it anyway. I mean... Uh, and if you've uh, listened to the previous podcasts on this topic, we've talked a lot about the NVIDIA 40 series. 
yeah, I've talked about before how it seems a little unfair because yes, the the prices are quite high, very high, out of reach for a lot of people. But the performance is there. I mean, you have to hand it to Nvidia. Na it's not like they, it's not like they're Apple and they crank out a phone every year and then you know they just they just tout something. I mean, yeah, actually that's good in comparison. Apple releases a phone every year, and sometimes the changes are minuscule, but they get their hype marketing machine behind it, and suddenly a notch or the disappearance of a notch or Siri iPhone 6s, which wasn't even in-house. They bought that company. The, the company which was developing Siri, the AI voice recognition technology, hindi yung in-house Apple. Binili lang yun ng Apple. And so that, I don't know if it preceded the phone or they were like, well, you know, we need to do something to differentiate the next iPhone. Let's throw in Siri, which it's, does anyone really ever use like these voice AI things? So, yeah, Apple makes minuscule changes to their phone every year, and yet they expect you to upgrade $500, $600, $1,000. At least in NVIDIA, when they ask you to pony up a lot of money, kita mo talaga na may results. And yun, no props to AMD for getting to that performance for traditional graphics at a much lower price point. And, but also props to NVIDIA for having the best quality possible or the best kind of cards that can push out the best quality possible. So it's not like hating on AMD or hating on NVIDIA. And I wish that coverage was more balanced. Uh, with, with that in mind, na, to each his own, right? I mean, if you're not really going to play games with a lot of RTX, although that really seems to be where the direction of the industry, where, where it's headed, especially for uh, shooter games, FPS... Uh, but yeah, to, to each his own. Uh, ex- instead of having to vilify one company and always just automatically praising the other company. Locally, the 7900XTX, because we, haven't, we have been getting some inquiries on when it will become available and when Hardware Sugar will carry it. We have asked our suppliers, wala talagang ETA to be honest, but the estimated price is around yeah, mid-70K, so 75,000-ish or so. But no exact ETA. So basically, a lot still up in the air. No exact price or tentative pricing on the part of the supplier. So they couldn't confirm 100% sure. And no ETA on when the card will be available. All right, that's it for me. Short and sweet. But uh, I found the stories we included in this podcast or in this week's show much more interesting than last week's. Last week's talaga parang <laughs> ang hirap makahanap ng balita na was remotely interesting. And at the same time, I don't want to just put in news that I find boring. So, medyo curated talaga yung the stuff that I talk about in the podcast. Just really things that I, I particularly find interesting. And all of these all of these different news bits were, you know, a bit of gaming, GPU, some kind of fiasco in the gaming industry and when it, when is there not a gaming when is there not a fiasco in the gaming industry um so i thought the balance of these stories was a lot better than last week's show with that there are two weeks left in the year uh my plan is that our last show of the year will be me talking about how i failed you guys and how yeah i mean not to be clickbaity about it but It'll kind of, not so much 
tech news related, but the last show of the year will be just me bearing my thoughts on how I failed you guys and how I do feel bad about that. Yeah, but for now, have a good weekend or have a good day whenever you're watching this and catch you next week, December 23.